This is the Week in the Tackle tidbit, brought to you by SiriusXM and SiriusXM FC and the SXM app, all those other things from our overlords. Uh, basically, the Week in the Tackle podcast is out most Mondays, some Tuesdays. You know it as Rennie and Dunny do their thing on Monday. Uh, but we thought we actually do another show together now on SiriusXM FC on Fridays. We host Grumpy Pundits together, colon, Rennie and Dunny take America. In that programme which I very much owned for many years, we have a feature called Tidbits, which I gift to the nation in many ways. Like Reaganomics, I gift it to you. You can do whatever you want with it. It can go uphill or downhill from there, but it's my gift to you. Um, I'm like the Margaret Thatcher meeting Reagan in 82. That, that's who I am to you in many ways. Uh, and so what we thought we'd do, it's a little Brucey bonus week in the tackle extra, is give you Tidbits, which is what we do at 11 o'clock uh, every Friday where their stories we thought were quite funny. They sit quite nicely with our Monday podcast, and we thought both subscribers to the podcast and subscribers to SiriusXM and their many, many brilliant stations deserved a little extra. So here we are. Uh, Danny, how do you feel, firstly, about... We've just finished our first Grumpy Pundits. How do you feel yeah. about that? But also Ooh. about tidbits going out to the nation. Yeah, listen, th- this was a blast. I, I listened to the show. Uh, I listened to you guys yesterday. I been working with you here for a while I, we go all the way back to remember when we did like the fifa generated mm. um tournament that we had in the middle of covid after everything shut down and how much fun you and i had and how tim horsey and andrew williams led me to believe that my manchester united beat your west ham in the final only for you to come back after neymar missed the penalty and my world collapsed even more so than it did at the time but here we are fast forwarding uh so many more months and we're looking at an upcoming Manchester United loss against Liverpool and we'll record after that on Tuesday. But beyond that, fantastic show. Had a great time getting around the grounds. We have some great names for um, what grumpy pundits with Rennie and Dunseth. Do you know what? I forgot. I forgot in the program to do that. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's probably a good little bit for this. Uh, We asked people what our Friday show could be called after the colon. So let's just run Mm. through some now. That's a nice Mm. little bit. Um, do you get the reference for Yankee and the Brave? Do you get that reference? No. Tim, do you get that reference? Do you understand what that means? Because uh, Brian Brennan, our colleague at Sirius, does get it, but I don't get it. So maybe I shouldn't have led with it. Um, we've got... <laughs> there's other ones. Uh, Sorry, Tim hmm. was, our, was one from Matty. It was quite nice. Uh, Harvey, Runny Fridays, which is Dunny and Rennie, put together. Quite nice. Um, both our teams were managed by David Moyes. Steven says, come on, feel the Moyes. It's mm, a good do you, one. Do you know Slade in America? Are they popular? No, they're not. Not at all. Slade aren't popular? No, never heard of them. Do you know the song, what, what, Come On, Feel the Noise? Oh, that's a great song. From By Slade, one of the greatest bands ever in the history of Britain. Who's Slade? I, ju- I mean, this makes me so sad. Mm. They basically... They, they actually, you know, Kiss, the band Kiss? I do They know Kiss. cite yeah. Slade as an influence. Oh, wow. How old are you? I, younger than I look, <laughs> older than the lady I feel. Okay. Um, <laughs> that doesn't sound no. great. Um, no. Okay, but come on, feel the noise. Um, mm. uh, Mama, we're all crazy now, because mm. I love you. Great hits. Mm. Uh, Mark says, in Fridays. It's a good shout. Yeah. Uh, tea party Friday. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, Is that Chris, an English joke? Chris says horsey's hell. Quite good. 
Uh, I mean, it's not a, not a good tagline, but Tyler just says, "Should we call it poor accents?" Both for oh, Tom's and Dunny's impressions. How dare you, you filthy human being! Our accents are phenomenal. What would uh, Brendan Rogers say about that? Has anyone seen Wesley Fofana? <laughs> he seems to be missing. That's so intense. That was that was probably the most intense Brendan you've ever done. Um, Somebody's gonna let me down, and your name's in this envelope. Oh, this is the one I couldn't do on air because I was worried about doing it live on air because I keep saying Charlie Foxtrot, uh, which is the code for things being, uh, you know, uh, real bad. And uh, William said, what about Flustercuck? <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Flustercuck. Oh, you tightened up the end on the second time you said it. Flustercuck. Can we do that? I, I'm never doing that live, like ever. No, ever. Don't ever. How about, how about the... The bald and the beautiful. It's quite nice, isn't it? It is. It really. But is. it's more like more like the bald and the beautiful. Yeah. But you but you're but actually you can be bald and beautiful. I I yes. There's me, there's Eric, there's Statham. We've got a good group these days. You do. Good looking bastards. We've got a solid group. <laughs> we well, do a secret there's handshake a, as well, but I can't tell you what it is. Is are there dues? involved in being part of the the ball yes we all have to send money to the rock (laughs) we send him one dollar a week and he sends us uh tequila back to us that's how that's not a bad that's not a bad gig one more this has already gone on too long uh from fred because we're both of our teams as we speak at bottom of the premier league Mm. united we suck Mm. hey really quick we did this bit also on the show And we said, if you had to get, we were talking about the Joel Linton story about how the super fan got the Joel Linton tattoo. Joel Linton actually met him, actually invited him to his house, not inside the house, but to the house. So now you know the immediate location of where Joel Linton lives. I asked Tim Horsey, which player he tried to duck and dive and do like a, he's a huge Washington Red Sox or Redskins fan. So what do they call him now? The general. You can't say that anymore. I don't even know what the name of the show. I don't even know. I'm not, I'm not a throwball guy. Uh, Baltimore, no, these Steelers. Steelers the Baltimore right? Flustercucks. Steelers, uh, Flustercucks. Um, so he said, which I agree with, Fernando Torres, good shout. Pre everything falls off the cliff and he That's ends an out. Awful shout. He, That's such a yeah, bad shout. It, listen, it would have been worse if he was a Chelsea fan and he said yeah. Fernando Torres, That's right? True. That's true. So I haven't asked you, who would be your who would be your West Ham guy? If you had to get a tattoo, for those that missed it, front facing, over the nips, over the mm. belly button, who is your tattooed player? Hit us at Thomas J. Rennie. We still haven't found out what the J is. At Brian Dunseth, at SiriusXMFC. Who would be your player? Rennie, who would you go with? Uh, it's Tom Jizz Horncamp Rennie. Mm. And, well established. And Well, firstly, I'll just say I'd never get a tattoo. Every tattoo ever is crap. If you have a tattoo, you have crap writing on you. It's real dumb. Mm. Um, that's the first thing I'll say. Thanks Sorry, Tim. My shoulders are tatted up. But you're both dumb. It's stupid. Tattoos are rubbish. Every tattoo ever is rubbish. Mm. And there's, there's, I will never be convinced otherwise. They are rubbish. You're scared of needles. It's okay. Can we, can we sorry, Tim, in this? Is that... I don't want to give you too much work. Yeah, we can. Oh. Sorry, Tim. Tattoos are f***ing rubbish. <laughs> Um, but if I was forced to get you gotta one at gunpoint, sorry, Tim. you got to say sorry, Tim. That's what I'd get. Sorry, Tim. Oh. Nipple to nipple with a hashtag. No, I would get... Um, ooh. See, I, I would say Paolo Di Canio, but I think he mm. was an actual fascist, so that's mm-hmm. probably not great for me and my mm-hmm. woke agenda. 
So I'd probably say I would get Ian Bishop. Bish. Because Ian Bishop was my favorite player when I was in school in like 1993. Okay. And uh, on my hymn book, I had a hymn book in my school. Okay. And um, you're not actually allowed, I think, to do hymns anymore because there is no God. But when we were forced to pretend there was one, um, we, I had Ian Bishop as the poster from uh, uh, like a West Ham program as the cover of my hymn book. So okay. I'd say the Bish. You, you know, I played with Bishop. I played yes, with I do Miami. know that. Yes. Yeah. yeah we've, I, we've, had, I had some phenomenal nights out with Bish. We, d- we discussed it with Ian the, yeah. when he was on the show. Yeah. Well established. You know, Bish, I love Bish. I got all, all, the, all the time in the world for Bish. Um, for me, Man United guy, I'm going to go Roy Keane. There's only mm-hmm. one guy you can go with. I, I was, if I did Cantona with the collared pop, that would be the only other tattoo I would do. Mm. But the Roy Keane, yeah, like giving it to Patrick Vieira in the tunnel, that would be the Roy Keane that I would want. Actually, sorry, Bish. I'd probably do Mark Noble now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I was gonna, that surprised me that you yeah. bypassed Noble. Well, I was but, trying to think of something that, like, from my childhood, and he was my mm-hmm. favorite player in childhood. And so I think this is, tattoos are so childish that I thought I'd get something from childhood. Let's see what you're doing there. But actually, it's a good way to come back around to Mark. One Noble. of the one of the names that was pitched for my son was Mark Noble Rennie. That was a pitch, mm. a serious pitch. But we just thought Mark was a bit, a bit crap. Yeah, it's just yeah. a crap name, isn't it? It's not mm-hmm. cool. Like Tom, and I'm not. Yeah, you know, Brian's boring. It Tim boring. Yeah. Tom boring. Uh, yeah. So I called my son Jezebel. Uh, in the end, uh, just so everyone would remember him, <laughs> which is my middle name <laughs> as well. Now everyone knows. Uh, now everybody knows. Right, uh-huh. that's enough of this spiel. Uh, this is tidbits from Sirius XMFC's Grumpy Pundits. Dunny and Rennie take America every Friday. Subscribe now. Get a subscription. My kids need shoes. It's time for Tidbits on Grumpy Pundits. Time for Tidbits on Grumpy Pundits on a Friday. Colon, Rennie and Dunny take America. Dunny, you excited about your first Tidbits? I am. I, I, I am truly excited uh, as my, my first voyage along Tidbits. So, uh... Take it easy on me, um, but I am incredibly excited as we are, uh, what, you are ranked, what is that, 267 <laughs> out of 276 on no, we're the not Fantasy that. Listener We're not League. mentioning it. We're not doing that. Ooh. I actually, I'm just so, I'm already, I'm already giving up on fantasy football for this year. <laughs> I've already given, I'm not going to be invited back you're, on Kyle's show. Your starting 11 was West Ham? <laughs> I, ju- I mean, I ju- I'm in a, a league with a friend of mine who's so obsessed with fantasy football. I think his mm. wife left him because of it. And we're in this like, uh, I think sorry, Josh. Show, to be fair, sorry, uh, James actually is his name. Uh, <laughs> oh, and he's single now. He's got so moving with us. And um, it's very very close. And um, he's so obsessed with it. He's already got like 150 points, and I've got like 80. Mm. It's already over. There's 10 months to go, mm. and it's already over. Uh, but that's that's not well. Yeah, okay, you've done that as your first tidbit. Fine. But tidbits for those that don't know, those new to the program, like my co-host today, it's stories that we thought were interesting this week but not strong enough for a full section of the program. 
So it's just silly stories. It's funny stories. We collate them across the week. If you've got a good tidbit, uh, send them in to at SiriusXMFC. Send them to our private Twitter pages. Or you can email Tim directly on his personal private email he uses for Tinder, which is chunkylover69 at hotmail.com. M-A-L-E. Mm. Um, so here's my first tidbit. Here's my first one. So we spoke earlier on about uh, stand-up comedy in the programme. Yeah. And how people get into, like, writer's rooms. If you're good at stand-up comedy, you then kind of break into TV that way. That's one way. Uh, we haven't got, like, a late-night culture like you've got with various jimmies and whatnot, uh, which is why we send English people to you to do them. Um, but we have a thing called panel <laughs> shows. Do you do panel shows in America? Is that a thing? Not really. Not, no, not really. We have things like Have I Got News For You uh, and uh, Mock The Week that just got cancelled after 20 years and things like that. So basically, there is a host... Um, any questions on Radio 4 has been going on for like 100 years and then there's panellists who then answer questions and they do a little kind of sparring and jarring. Mm. There is one in England called A League of Their Own uh, which used to be presented by James Corden before he went to America. There's now a really funny comedian called Ramesh Ranganathan who hosts it and it's about like football, sport in general. Deccan Rice was on it. Don't let him take a penalty but do let him on your panel show. Um, And anyway, here's a clip from the show which I think is just really funny. He was basically... Um, revealing what David Moyes said to him when Moyes returned to West Ham for his second spell in charge. Uh, now, David Moyes is your boss, Declan. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Moyes had managed West Ham before this second spell at the club. What did he say to you when he returned? Me, you've improved. Really? <laughs> it was on his phone. It was on his phone. It's a great story. Obviously, I had him. I had him at such a young age. I had Phillips was my first manager. Then he obviously got the sack. Moyes come in. I was only 18 at the time. Um... And then we appointed Pellegrini for two seasons and I fully established myself. And then when we got rid of him, Moyes obviously come back and he was walking around the gym saying hello to everyone. And honest words, he looked me in the eye, shook me hand and went, me, you've improved and then walked <laughs> off. <laughs> Which I think is just great. It's, it's just a great story. That's classic Moisire, isn't it? It is classic Moisire. Uh, Darth Vall, Darth Vader-ish. Uh, I love Declan. I, re- I love Declan Rice. Uh, mm. His personality... Um, everything that I've seen from him, uh, even spend some time with Gary Neville, what, a few months back, um, the, the partnership or, or relationship, the friendship with Mason Mount uh, and, and, and taking the piss out of each other. He's got such a great personality. And listen, as much as I've talked about it and, and really pissed you off about I would love to see him at Manchester United and the God-given right that Manchester United has to take players from whatever team. You find team. one time that annoyed me. <clears throat> you find one piece of evidence. And I bring it back to you every single time. Uh, we just got to go back to Week in the Tackle, available wherever you get your podcasts uh, early Monday. Well, it'll be Tuesday because we know Manchester United plays Liverpool. I just love I love the kid, man. I, lo- I love his work rate on the field. I-, I, love the- I love the passion that he brings. I love the presence that he has. He's a leader. You can tell he's a leader amongst men. Um, but then when you get these guys in these positions, I love the fact that he can be himself. I love the mm. fact that he has enough of his self-confidence that he's willing to show who he is um, and and bring kind of the, you know, because guys in the locker room or guys in, you know, like when you're around guys and all of a sudden, you know, it, it's it's a really unique dynamic where we can all have conversations. But how many guys that you've been around that have played such a, such a high level that the moment the mic turns on or the camera turns on, they just freeze up and they become a completely yeah. different human being. And you're like, bro, what what just happened? They've got no like, personality. Yeah, Some but, of these guys don't have personalities the, and they need the, the, the PR person to save them from answering tough questions, especially if you're the captain of America. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that, 
Have That's a personality. Good. Tell me what you think. It's not that listen, hard, is it? Listen, I, listen, I agree. And some of these guys are phenomenal players, but yet they're 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 really protective because they don't they don't want to take the hits so, in social media about who they are, right? And Christian's one of those yeah. kids. It's it's fine because you see Weston McKinney, the complete opposite. Christian's more of an introverted extrovert, where you know a a, a guy like Tyler Adams or, or a guy like Weston McKinney are just pure extroverts. So I get all this. It, I just I, I like Declan. I want to be friends with him. I want to go grab a beer yeah. with him. I always say this about Sean Dyche. I want to play lookalikes with oh, Sean Dyche yeah. while he's smoking an unfiltered and, and having a beer. Like I, I would love to be sitting next to him and, and just experiencing the Sean Dyche. And Maddie Lawrence knew him and played with him and, and was lucky enough to, to have that experience. So, you know, Declan, I got all the time in the world because the fact that he can be who he is and be so comfortable, yeah, I'm here for it. Mm. Do you have a tidbit for us, or do you want me to just throw them at you? What, what yeah, have you th- got for us, tidbit wise? Did you come prepared for tidbits? No, I didn't. But listen, if Mark Cucurella or Cucureja isn't going to cut his hair, more respect to the man. More respect. You put even more respect on his name, despite Christian Romero pulling his hair. Uh, listen, I get it. Everybody's got to look, Rennie. I, I guarantee, if you had that luscious, that that those luscious locks of Cucurella. Mm. I would love to see you in a wig, by the way, just to see what it looks like, a potential kukureja Would you like wig. a picture of me with hair? Which should I, I send you one? Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, I, when the I was at university... are talking right now. When I was at university, I used to straighten my hair. It went down hold, to, like, my shoulders. On. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. How, how long was the hair? You're telling me you had shoulder-length hair? I had... My, me and my friend Luke, we used to go to his, his bedroom before a night out, and we used to straighten our hair because it was so long. Straighten your hair. Okay. With like heated, uh, you know, straighteners, yeah. and it'd be like probably down to about here, like lower neck. Okay, so you are bald and beautiful, but you're telling me you had curly hair? Was it like luscious curly cucumber you know, hair? Bit, it was a bit of an indie style at the time. There was okay. a, there was a, a a band called Claxons that were uh-huh. very popular at the time, and there were other things that we were doing at the time that I can't mention on the radio that were very popular uh, with the teenagers of Brighton uh, at that point. And um, we used to ha- we were very we used to go to a lot of like raves and things. Okay, and so we would kind of that was the look that everyone sort of had at that period Straighten there's a song by Claxons. if we've got the chance to play it okay um called atlantis to interzone which might kind of explain the whole culture of the time and it was called new metal mm. the new metal no new rave sorry new, new rave new rave new was rave. called okay uh, but like were you wearing headbands? but spelt like new metal with you. did you like so fine. i got i got questions right i need to visualize yeah, this did you like was your hair longer long enough like did, how far was the front of your bangs going down um, I used to like put it like that and then tuck it behind my ear. Like that. Okay, so you pulled it down, you went around the back of your ear. So it was long enough. So it yes. was down like to your chin and the front of your face. So you had I to also get it couldn't out afford a haircut, to be fair. I mean, this wasn't that conscious. Enough. I grew my hair out when I was in Sweden. I went to go get a haircut the first time and I watched the girl cutting the dude's hair and I was like, nope, dodgy, growing my hair out. And I suffered through the long hair spurt of, uh, of being in Sweden for a year. So I get it. So were you like a hairband guy? Did you like. Did you put like a rubber band in your hair? Did you like pull it back that way and keep it down? No, I mean, it was, it? It, generally it was the exact same haircut every day. I kind of okay. like side parting with this bit tucked in the side. But if we oh, went out, I would part. kind of just straighten it down. Yeah, I, I was very much a side parting person. I'm from Essex okay. is what we do. Okay. We created the side parting and gave it to the world. That was our okay. gift okay. Uh, to the world. That and Martine McCutcheon. So on top of this, what, what did you wear to the rave? Like, were you like a, a Puma tracksuit so guy? Or well, like... No, 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 no. 
come on, buddy. I don't really own a tracksuit. I don't think. Puma. What are you talking Adidas? about? Adidas. I don't know. Pony. Like what were you rocking? No, it was there? very much. It's it was um, skinny jeans and a t-shirt. Skinny jeans t-shirt. Everyone was skinny jeans t-shirt. It was it was Brighton. It was a cool place. It wasn't okay. just like the back streets of South London. So it when was you say Brighton, when you say skinny jeans, you're talking about like blue drain jeans. Pipes. Are you talking about gray black. jeans? Or like bl- black, oh, black jeans. Okay, black jeans. What were your sneakers? Like were you rocking? Like what were you wearing on your feet? I got. I need to picture this, Rennie, at a rave. Um, black drain pipes, black Converse. Okay, black boots, Converse. Okay, and then different T-shirts, different various T-shirts. So, so just to picture this, what was the size of the T-shirt that you were wearing? Small to medium. Small a uh, schmed. Sh- okay, you're rocking the sh- yes. medium. Okay. Yes, I'm still a medium now. I'm okay. still a very. But live you're not man. the small to a medium. <laughs> you're a medium no. now, but you aren't the small. To I'm medium. probably medium to large now. Okay, I appreciate you know, occasionally. the honesty. Okay. Sometimes things get... It's a long season. Sometimes okay. things get a bit lost. Okay. I can't just go and see Claxons these days. I went to see, like... Uh, what did I go and see? Like, Elbow a few weeks ago. And it's like a... They're very much a Sunday smooth listening band. Okay. I was exhausted halfway through. Were you? Like, utterly exhausted. Done. These, these days are not those days, you know? Okay. So, okay. So, hair pulled back over the years. Rennie. Mm. Schmedium, black t-shirt, black, mm. stri- no, not stretchy jeans, because there were no stretchy jeans back in the day. No, these are Drain tight. Pipes. These are tighties. Were they like button up in the crotch or zip up? Because there's um, a difference. Button. Okay, button. So those hurt. I mean, I, bit still, tight, I still pretty much wear just, I still pretty much just wear Levi's 510s now. Okay, That's it, understood. Levi's 510s. They and Levi's then you had 510s. cons on. You were rocking cons. So I'm yes, picturing I'm, you. I'm not really a cons person now. Okay. Did you did yeah, you again, have those days aren't those days? Did you have access? Like, did you know the guy at the door? Were you like slipping him like a tenor, or like how well, were, yeah, were you but, the, yeah, waiting we knew, in the line? I knew guy? everyone. I used to know everyone at all the clubs in Brighton for like four okay. years. We knew everybody. Okay, so you were in. We knew everyone at the Ark, everyone at Honey Club, everyone at what was Creation, everyone at Event Two. We okay. knew everyone uh, across the seafront, the Fortune of War pub, tremendous. So were you uh, like yeah. the earlier l- arrival, later arrival, like right in the middle? Because again, I, I need the scene. Like we what had, were you we had no money, into? so we used to get okay. very drunk in our houses okay. and then go to pubs, then bars, then clubs, then raid, then house. Drink a choice. Best not mention what I was doing at the time. Best not mention it. Best okay. not, a nice water. <laughs> okay. A nice water. Okay. Um, would, would you? Anyway. Would you take a Would you take a girl with you? Like, were if you if you were if you were bodied up, did you have a girl with you, or yes. were you going to meet? See, it's not girls? really like, it's not really like that whole football culture. Okay. It's not the same. It was okay. about it was you know it was a very different sort of thing. That wasn't really always the end goal of the evening. Okay, okay. But you like, know. give me the dance. Like, what was the dance? Were you like doing the the One whole hands thing? Like, sh- you got to show me what dance. does the Rennie rave look like with like the hands where they're like It'll lights? Were you around. doing like were you doing See, the, the shimmy? Like, if I you... could remember it, it wouldn't have been a great rave, would it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I did lose um, a percentage of the hearing in my ear once, and I, well, it never came back. Mm. My left ear, I, I'm almost like half deaf in it because the speaker exploded next to me uh, in really? a field once. So this ear is almost totally gone. I can't hear anything. What happened to the earring? What? <laughs> see, I, I see. I like I like getting to know you, man. I like getting to yes. know you. We have so many stories to tell. But I appreciate we do. now Cucurea or Cucareja. Uh, yes, I, I would. I, did he ever go to Honey Club at seven a.m.? No, he didn't. It. Did he? Not, not now. But not with social media. Not, not now. He's not now. He can't come back to Brighton. Hmm. Now he's persona non grata hmm. uh, at Brighton and Hove Albion. Don't ever cut his hair. Man is no. a legend. He got it pulled. He 
Romero gets away with it. Doesn't VAR intervene with Mike Dean and company who regrets it publicly a few days later? And then what's the yeah. punishment? Christian Romero gets injured and he's out for the next four weeks. So the Dunsethery comes back to haunt Christian Romero. I've got a question for you. Uh, and it mm. comes off something that uh, Chiellini said this week, now at LAFC, of course, semi-retirement. Uh, he was on a podcast in Italy. Uh, I don't know the name of the podcast. I had it earlier. I don't have it now. But it was a bit like the famous Peter Crouch question. So the person said to him, Chiellini, um, so being a footballer, does that allow you to sleep with more people? And Chiellini replied, look at me. I'm ugly as hunger. Yes. (laughs) Which is just a terrific, terrific response. A bit like Mm. Peter Crouch's famous response. Uh, Peter, what would you be if you weren't a footballer? And his response was single. Um, what uh, is this your experience without football? Do you think you'd still be a virgin? Uh, well, it would be a tough. It would be a tough go, right? Um, I, I would. We've say all seen that, you topless, so probably not. To be fair, well, yeah, I've got people pushing out the uh, something I did for Rolling Stone back in like 2000, and I'm topless in there. Oh, in my mind, I'm still 23. Unfortunately, my body is not 23. Got the dad bod happening over here. Um, we all know this. It's the power of television. Tom Rennie, the power of television, you go out, someone recognizes you, game on. If you're, if you're a, young, a young person out there in the streets, as they say, on the, on the, on the apps, it's so much easier nowadays. Um, so, listen, Chiellini, I think he's, you hate him. I understand why. I understand why you don't like him. <laughs> because he stole the European Championship of us. He basically assaulted Bukayo Saka on his Master way through. And there was no punishment. Mm. There was no punishment for it. None. He None. should have been not just sent off. He should have been banned from all football for life. Mm. He shouldn't uh, be allowed in America. It's a bit dramatic. He is in America. And, by the way, did you see his volleyball spike the other night at Real Sol- I was calling the game. He jumps. Ball's played over. He's bit. Players in behind. He jumps. He slaps the ball down. Yeah. And then he literally takes the yellow card and he acknowledges tactical foul, tactical uh, breakdown of the game. And by the way, afterwards, dude, man, the, the man was holding court downstairs in the tunnel outside the locker room with everybody. He and Gareth Bale. Gareth, there were Welsh fans, Wales fans out there getting autographs from Gareth Bale. Um, it, was, it was fun to see one of the most iconic defenders of kind of this generation. Yeah. Rennie, he's all in. Man is all in. So was he right? If you're a footballer, do you, do you, do, are you does, are certain doors open for you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He's correct. And, it, and just that's a tremendous answer. Look at me. I'm ugly as hunger. <laughs> that's, just a, that's just a brilliant. brilliant Was that lost in translation, by the way? I, I don't know. I mean, it is in Italian, so, mm. but I mean, everything sounds better in Italian, let's face mm. it. Uh, but no, we, we love Killian. It's just a joke, but he should have been sent off. A um, okay. couple of other tidbits for you. What else can I do? I've got so many great ones here. You I don't do- really. Oh, Go on. Which one? I was going to say, you want to do the Sadio Mane one uh, about the fact that he sent uh, Liverpool staff members uh, chocolates, thank you notes. Oh, that's and nice. Personalized everything. He actually He's nice he put guy. a picture. He put his own picture on there. Sadio Mane, celebration. Um, listen. He put his own picture on the chocolates well, and sent it's to a, people. Yeah, that's it's, a, odd, it's it? a picture of him celebrating, and it's got the Sadio Mane jersey on the back, and it's, it's, it's chocolates, and it's you'll never walk alone, and thank you for the support. And he goes out. This is what I like about Sadio Mane. My man's mm. phone is still cracked. He's like got a like a Gen two Apple iPhone. <laughs> um, the fact that he's done everything that he possibly could in terms of education and healthcare from where he's from. On on top of the fact that maybe at first it was a bit dicey how he verbalized his desire for a new 
opportunity outside Liverpool. I think the way this was handled by both club and player is extraordinary. He sets the tone for how to be just a really good dude in a world that it's very easy to not be a good dude. Um, will Liverpool miss him? I, I personally believe they will. I'm not talking about results right now. I just think that what he brought to the table for yeah, the club guy. and yeah. for Klopp, it is a huge loss. Um, but I'm happy for the man that he gets to experience a different culture, a different language, a different club, a different league. Call it a farmer's league. I don't care. Um, but top man. I, I got nothing but respect for Sadio Mane. Speaking of top men, uh, someone has just sent this in to us. I had this, actually, but I lost it. So thanks to G for sending this in uh, to at SiriusXMFC during tidbits. If you've got one, uh, send them in, and if we like them, we'll read them. But I read this this morning. I was going to put it in, and I forgot. Uh, this comes from TalkSport.com, but it's everywhere across uh, sports media today. Uh, Newcastle fan Kevin Taylor was given a thrill after receiving a message from Newcastle United midfielder slash striker Joe Linton hmm. before being invited to the Brazilian's house. Kevin, a flooring specialist from Newcastle, was so impressed by Joe Linton's stunning turnaround in form, he added the Brazilian star to his ever-growing tattoo collection of players who have represented the club. Um, Kevin is a Newcastle season ticket holder. He had the artwork done two months ago, and it kind of did the rounds on Twitter. You may have seen it. He said when he got the message, he quote, I'll do the accent. I did. He messaged me the other day. And he said, I'm Joel Linton. That was terrible. I uh, can't believe it. Uh, be a can sandwich, man. Like, uh, and then he asked if I wanted to go around his house to meet him. Oh. And then he went over to Joe Linton's house and met outside. Don't let him in the house. And he pulls up his shirt and it's a picture of Joe Linton massively on his stomach next to Joe Linton outside of his house. It's, I mean... There's a, a brilliant... I don't know if anyone's seen I'm Alan Partridge, uh, which is just phenomenal. It's a phenomenal piece of, of, of work. The second Alan Partridge series. And he goes back to a man's house who's a super fan of his, and he doesn't know it. And he goes into a room and turns the lights on, and the whole walls are covered in pictures of Alan Partridge, mm. and he's got a mask of Alan Partridge. And he's like, oh, you're a mentalist, and runs out the house. It's amazing. Um, but there's a bit in it where he famously pulls up his shirt and he's got a t- massive tattoo of Alan Partridge over his, sh- his stomach. This used to be the thing that told you that someone wanted to eat your skin. Yeah. And now it's become like an Instagram meme, and I find it very strange. <laughs> Why would you invite him to your house? You don't want someone with a tattoo of you mm. knowing where you live. Mm. Surely not. Put the lotion on the skin. Um, this is, uh, listen, may- maybe Joe Linton is a really good dude. Maybe he's just bored. Um, I- yeah. Listen, somehow I'm friends with Chris in Orlando. Never thought that would happen, especially on social media. Has he media. got a tattoo of you? Still love you, Chris. No, he drinks shandies. I had to pick up the bill, too. Speaking of alligator arms, Chris. Um, that's a lie. Might be. I'm not sure. Um, Tim Horsey, I, I, we haven't heard from you. We, we, we haven't got our, our, our descriptiveness. Sorry, Tim's out here enough. If you had to get one tattoo of a oh, yeah. player that when you took your shirt off was going to be on your your front. It could be over the nips. It could be over the belly button. It could be wherever you want. But when the Would shirt the nips comes be the off eyes, maybe. and your partner's seeing this, like who are you going to have looking at the rest of the world off your frontal low body? I mean, that was a weird way to end that sentence. Mm. Uh, for me, it, it has to be... It, 
it's not a Liverpool player because I know you want me to go there, but I'd have to go to my catch team, as Tom likes to say, no. say the Ravens. No, no, yeah. football. Yeah. No, 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 not this no? handball stuff. No, I don't Save want that throw for your ball. Podcast, mate. I want Save who, that for your podcast. Who, where yeah, it's all about Ravens, etc. or whatever. Change the team. Change yeah. the team. Something's who would happened. Be your go football, sit down. Like Do your soccer advert. player. Who would be your soccer player? It would be Fernando Torres. Fernando Torres. Fernando would it be like, Torres. With like the long, speaking of long hair, with like the, the Chelsea striker blonde, Fernando Torres. Mm. The, the Liverpool striker Fernando Torres. The long blonde hair. Oh, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, it would be, it would, that would be my choice if I had to. Now, not saying I would because clearly this is an insane idea to have a player or anybody tattooed onto your own body. Look but that would snacks. be my choice. Snacks is like, don't come to me. I won't do it. Don't, don't you dare come to me. I'm not coming. So here's the good news. Snakes has least... already got a tattoo of Jimmy Traore though on his backside. It's very strange. No one, knows, even he doesn't know why. He's and got, how. he's got, he's got the wrong Traore. Um, here's the thing. You know what I respect about that show? Was it Armand Traore? No, <laughs> Armand. This is what I respect about that. At least you're picking a Fernando Torres before he went to Chelsea, yes. and everything went wrong. Everything went wrong. You went we... with like the iconic Fernando Torres. Okay, we have to that. move on because we're not doing the podcast now. Um, we have to do an ad break and there's other things coming. But I had so many other tidbits, including mm. uh, a is going to Chelsea, but he's got an Arsenal tattoo on his arm. That's very funny. Mm. And Man United youngster Alejandro Garancho has a tattoo on him. And it's of the prison break character. Uh, Wentworth, I don't know the show. Right? Michael Wentworth. Schofield. Main character yeah. Michael Schofield. And he's got a tattoo of him literally all over his entire arm. Mm. Is that the name of the character or the actor? I don't I think know. The, the actor's Wentworth, but man, it's Prison Break and you're at Man United? That seems like it's uh, lining up pretty well. Week in the Tackle is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. Want more Grumpy Pundits? Listen weekdays from 9 to noon Eastern on SiriusXM FC, Channel 157, and on the SXM app. 